Welcome to Healing Your Families. I'm excited to get started with the theme for this month, and it is choices. So I love this picture, this example of a choice that we make. If you live in a country like the United States, you're able to vote for your elected officials and various initiatives and propositions. So you study out the issues, you're trying to decide, you want this candidate, candidate A or candidate B. You read about them, you decide which one is most aligned with your feelings, which one would most likely vote the way you would. And then you go to the polls and you make your choice, you vote. But we make choices every day, don't we? So, and, and the choices we make define what happens to us, the quality of life that we live. Albert Camus said, life is the sum of your choices. And Carrie Russell, said, sometimes it's the smallest decisions that can change your life forever. And can you think of that, of a, a time when there was a decision you made that may have seemed so minor, and yet when you look back, it started you off on a different path. And Tony Robbins, his quote is, your life changes the moment you make a new, congruent, and committed decision. And think about those times where you have made a decision that really changed your life, like getting married or start going to post-high schooling, starting a new job. And one more quote on choices is from John C. Maxwell, and he says, life is a matter of choices, and every choice you make makes you. This is really true. Our choices have a profound effect on our life and even on our relationships with others. So today I want to talk about three things to consider when you're making choices. The first one is understanding your, your spheres of control. Now notice this is divided into three sections. And the first section is talking about those things that you can control. For example, you can control the choices you make in your life for yourself. You can decide what you will eat, what you'll wear, the events you'll attend and how you will spend your time and money. You have complete control over anything you think, say, or do. And it's this area in which we can make our choices. Now, the next second ring is what you can influence. So you, as a parent, you influence your children, especially when they're young. When children are young, they want to be like you. They want to be with you. They, what you think of them is so important to them. The, the words you use, the labels you give them become part of their belief system. So 
you can definitely influence your children and you can influence the adults around you. You teach people how to treat you by showing them what you will accept. So we can influence others. Some people are influenced by your example, by what you do. And the outside circle, this is what is completely out of your control, like the weather and what other people say, think, or do. So notice this distinction. While you can influence your children, you can't control them. You can't control how they'll behave. You can control how you will respond to them and how you manage their environment. So being able to distinguish what you can control and what you can't control is vital in making good choices. The most frustrated, miserable people I have ever known are the ones who are struggling to try and control something that's out of their control. You'll hear them saying things like, if I could just get him to understand, or if I could just get them to do fill in the blank. Have you ever seen that little video clip that's going around on social media? It shows a man with a bucket and a mop and he's at the edge of the ocean and the waves come in and he's frantically mopping up the water. Of course it's impossible. And that's what he will exhaust himself. And that's what we do to ourselves when we try to control something that's out of our control. Other people, some circumstances. And so as we make our choices, we realize we can only choose what we do. We cannot make choices for someone else. And here is some historical evidence of that. Viktor Frankl was a psychologist during World War II, and he was Jewish. So he spent three years of his life in concentration camps where he saw the worst treatment of humanity. Inmates were beaten. They were given inadequate food, not enough clothing, not enough shelter. They were forced to do hard labor, hard labor. Now, it may have seen that the guards had completely control of these inmates, that they were controlling someone else. But Viktor Frankl made a fascinating observation. And he writes about it in this quote. What he observed is that some of these inmates even though they were all being treated the same, they were all being treated harshly, the guards were controlling them, but some became discouraged they gave up and died. Some became angry and bitter. And there were others who maintained their generous, kind nature, even during this horrible ordeal. They would give away their last slice of bread. And so he wrote, Quote, everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way, close quote. 
So he found another person can't completely control us. Now, for crime victims and people in situations like this, sometimes choosing to save your life is the best and wisest choice. And it's unfortunate when someone, a victim of abuse, blames themselves. But no, when we say someone made us angry, if we're honest, they provoked us. But in the end, we chose to, be, to become angry. Now, this also means, again, verification. We can't control our children. We can teach them. We can nurture them. But eventually, they will choose what they do. Now, in regards to how we help our children, here is another quote from Viktor Frankl. Between stimulus and response, there is a space. And in that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. So as you make your choices, consider how you can take the best advantage of that space rather than feeling like you're a victim of someone else's behavior. How can you use that space to choose your response? Sometimes it requires preparation. You may have a potentially triggering event coming up. You may have to interact with someone that really knows how to push your buttons. But if you can plan ahead, take advantage of that space and wisely choose your response. It makes a huge difference. So remembering the spheres of control, being very much aware of what you can control, what you can't control, and what you can influence. The second thing to remember are values. Values are basic and fundamental beliefs and they motivate our attitudes or actions. They provide the, the general guidelines for conduct. They serve as a compass to guide us in life and steer us towards living the life we want. They're stable beliefs and that, that one thing is good and another is bad, one is preferable over the other. And when we make our decisions based on those values, that belief system, we end up doing what is considered the best thing. Have you ever planned a vacation? Maybe you spent months, a year getting ready for this. You were so excited about the sights you would be able to see that you can't see anywhere else. And you went there, you didn't really have a plan. And now it's the last day. And you suddenly realized there were some sites you wanted to go to that you forgot about, you didn't do. So make this analogy with your life or with raising children. So as your children are getting ready to leave home, will there be some things that you think you know, I wish I would have spent more time with them on this. I wish I had taught them more about that. 
or as you get older and, you know, values keep you from missing out on something that you really wanted because you got caught in the thick of thin things. Other minor things came up and they distracted you from those important major things you wanted. If you haven't already taken a values assessment, I strongly encourage you to do so. They're very easy to find, just Google it. There are many free assessments online. It just consists of a list of values. And you read through the list and circle all the ones that resonate with you. For example, you see teamwork and you say, yes, that's what I want in my life. You see calmness. Yes, you want some calm in your life. So you go through and circle all the ones that resonate with you. And then you go back and start narrowing it down. Maybe you look at choices and you think, do I want beauty more than practicality? And you start to narrow it down. And then you start looking at, are there several of these values that are similar? Could they form a category? And is there one value that could be used as the title of that category? So you keep narrowing it down until you have four or five core values that you can use as the basis for your choices to use as a compass to move you towards the kind of life you want to live. And, and the interesting thing is too, you don't do this just once. You may want to take this several times throughout your life. Think about what was important to you when you were a young single adult and what was important to you as you were raising your children, what was important to you as you were nearing re retirement. But be aware, have those core values that are your guide as you make your choices. Now, the third thing is connecting with your higher power, whatever that means to you. The advantage of that connection with the higher power, a source, is that it gives you an expanded perspective. You're no longer just looking at what you want and what you know. You're tapping in to higher, greater wisdom. And as you, you connect through meditation, prayer, whatever is your form, seek that divine direction. Be open to receiving impressions. Now, my my higher power is a wise and love heavenly father. And I have found this to be a very powerful force in my life and a, a gentle guiding force to help me in making choices. So let's look at our most precious commodity, our time. There are only 24 hours in any day. No one gets any more than that. No one gets any less. 
how do you spend those precious 24 hours? Do you plan it out? Do you just decide on an impulse? Do you allocate your time the way you budget your money and spend it on what is most important to you? Do you ask your higher power, who can I serve today and how? This is probably one of the most, the biggest decisions you'll make about your life is how you spend your time. Spend it with those things that mean the most to you. We have so many choices in our life. We can choose to pursue higher education, learning, reading, maybe advanced degrees. We can pursue an exciting career, recognition, and wealth. We can pursue hobbies, talents, create creative activities, and family. We can use our creative energy in raising a family, teaching children. All of these are worthwhile things. Which one appeals to your value? You know, sometimes there are choices between good and bad, but a lot of times our choices between something good and something better. Use your choices to create the life of your dreams. And if you want peace in your life, that peace comes when you're living in congruence with your values. So remember, understand your spheres of control, what you can control, what you can't control. To make your choices based on your values and through connection with your higher power. One of my strong values is family. I am convinced that families are the foundation of society. And if we want to make the world a better place, we need to start at the foundation and strengthen our family relationships, that place of learning for our young and caring for the elderly. So I have a short webinar I recorded about values for families. And you can get access to a copy by going to fivevaluesforfamilies.com and learn more about how values can help you have improved communication in your family and strengthen those family relationships. So we have some exciting guest speakers this month as we talk about choices. You'll want to hear them. Join me again next week at the same time. Until then, love yourself, love your families. Let's make the world a better place by strengthening families. This is Emma Lou Penrod at healingyourfamilies.com.